This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. The crazy. Anthony checks in. I buy my clothes at his place between Aboot and Anthony. Anthony, the garage. I look great every day. He goes, you're fantastic. That's the way to ratings. Truth, honesty, and standing your ground. It takes courage to fight. It's easy to be a coward. That's why we listen. I, I love you too, Anthony. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this uh, next conversation is not going to be nearly as tough as the last two. Pete King and Anthony Scaramucci. I, I wouldn't bet on anything today. No, this is my first cousin. I love him. Okay. This is a family member now. But, okay, good. But I stand my ground with both. Some of the people involved in Nassau County are scumbags and and uh, Mooch. Great guy. Great guy. Know him very well. Great guy. Like it's going to be on Bo Dito's uh, podcast coming up. Super guy. Sweet guy. Help you in a heartbeat. But he's sour on Trump. Well, you know, he fired him. He talked bad about his wife. Whatever the stupid reason is, I don't know. This wife stuff I get, I'd be the same way. If, if Trump called out Danielle, I'd be pissed too. But I, but I, I have the balls to admit it. Not come on because I'm smart and talk well and try to make an argument for a fat, stupid Chris Christie. Are you kidding me? Tell me Trump wasn't a good president because people died during COVID. Are you nuts? Who, who would have known what to do in that situation? Obama was worse with, with, with the swine flu. Are you crazy? Three and a half years. Give me one thing he did well, the Abraham Accords. Okay, well, 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 what? What? Give me one thing Biden's done well. One thing. What did Chris Christie, besides getting free uh, illegal gambling in Jersey, do that was so great? I don't know. I have a lot of friends and family who live in Jersey. They hate Chris Christie. They don't, they don't despise They hate him. They like the gay guy better. What was his name? I'm a grievy. Christie. What kind of candidate spends his days and nights thrashing one candidate? Not the field. He's not saying I'm your best bet because, no, he spends his days and nights thrashing Trump. I'm going to take that guy seriously? And he loved Trump just like Scaramucci did. But which one is it? I voted against Trump. I wasn't a Trump guy. I thought his campaign in 2016 was the most sophomoric, silliest thing I've ever seen. He's, he wore a stupid hat, he nicknamed his opponents, and he's going to build a wall. What the hell is that? I voted for Hillary. But I'm adult enough to admit I was wrong. He was a great president. Great. Great. On a bunch of different levels. Scaramucci's going to tell me, well, he paved the way for Putin. Really? 
Well, why didn't Putin do it when Trump was president? Was it a, was it a, co- a coincidence? He did it when Biden took over? Or when 13 people died in Afghanistan? Yeah, no. Was China considering going to Taiwan with Trump? No. No. You had economic, you had world peace, the economy was doing great. Three and a half years, and the Chinese effed us. Bottom line. Not the Europeans, Andrew Cuomo, you dumb bastard. The Chinese. Anyway, my next guest is my first cousin. He's a hero out of the great state of Minnesota, mayor of St. Paul, senator, and uh, came in second in the gubernatorial race. And I'm very proud of him, and I love him. Norman Coleman. Good morning, Norm. Good morning, cousin. How you doing? I, you're on a roll. I don't. I don't want to interrupt. Well, <laughs> but, but by the way, I saw Bruce Springsteen at Hanshaw Auditorium, University of Iowa, where I was going to law school almost 30 years ago. Maybe, I think like maybe 74, 75. First album out. Greetings from Asbury Park. Nobody knew oh, who he was. Oh, he was really good. Such a great album. See, politics, I disagree with, but I got to tell no, you. No, me too. Great I, I hate him over his politics, but I'm going to see him, and I'm going backstage August 28th, and I can't wait. Yeah, very cool. For people very that don't cool. know, when you see my cousin on TV now, he's on all the time. He's very handsome. He's very well-groomed. <laughs> but when he was listening to Springsteen, he was probably smoking pot with Abby Hoffman. Hey, I, I was at Woodstock, and I inhaled. But, you know, full <laughs> confession, okay? <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, listen, you said I was on a roll. Um Again, like Scaramucci, you're much smarter than me, older, and been around a lot longer. Uh, was there anything I said during that little rant, which is basically lasted the last hour and a half? Was there anything I said that was not true? Anything? No. The the only let me just say this is 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 uh, I'm with you in terms of Trump have been a great president, uh, and I was as anti-Trump as you can get. Uh, but but uh, he Israel in particular. I'm national chairman of Republican Jewish Coalition. He was the best friend Israel had in the White House. My problem is, is I don't think he can win. Uh, I don't think he can win in uh, in 2024. And yet, uh, he's they're, they're crucifying him now in, in a way that that is absolutely insane, insanity. Uh, and as a result, certainly within my party, our party, at least my party, and our folks who are rallying around him as they should. I, I can. I, there are too many suburban women that I, I kind of. I look at a lot of numbers still. Uh, and and uh, and I worry that, that that he can't win a majority of the whole public. He can certainly carry the Republican Party, and we are rallying around as we should because he's being he is being crucified in a way that that is I think tearing this country apart. So that's my concern. My concern is is, is he was a great he did great things. Uh, he, he's killing us in, in in with suburban women. You know we've lost the Senate. We've lost that. We're, we just got the House by five votes. We've lost presidential two presidential election presidential election i just worry about you know 2024 so that's a whole separate issue and then uh you know, we'll see how this plays out but right now he's got you know i mean they're coming after him the rico statute i, I was had i was chief, chief prosecutor in the state of minnesota i i you know, tried a lot of cases uh i understand rico uh they're they're they're, they're crucifying him and by the way others the the former the byron york has a good piece today in the, in the examiner uh, the former chair of the, of, the, of the Georgia Republican Party did what Democrats have done, did what Al Gore uh, they, they They publicly said they were going to create a, a, a slate of electors should Trump win on appeal on the advice of counsel. They did it in, in public. They invited the press. Uh, and, and the, you know, in case he won, they would have had electors who voted for Trump. 
Uh, and he is one of the, the 19 or something that is indicted on charges of, of RICO statute, impersonating a public officer, uh, forgery, criminal attempts to file false public die. This is insanity, Sid. We're dealing with insanity now. And, and so I still worry about 2024. I'm not sure how it plays out. I do worry whether 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 the president who did was the best friend Israel had in the White House. I don't know whether he can be successful in 2024. And and uh, and and we got to make sure a Democrat is not there. I got to tell you, Biden is killing this country. I don't think he's going to be the candidate, by the way, in 2024. I don't think he makes it to 2024, November 2024. Well, you're about the hundredth person on this show that's yeah. told me that. By the way, there is no choice. He's going to win the primary by a landslide. I think a lot of people share the same concern you do, Norm, but they need to put, a, to put it to rest because DeSantis ain't beating them, Scott ain't beating them, Haley ain't beating them. So we're going to have to figure out a way to get this done because he's going to be the guy. But to your point, a uh, hundred other people have said the same thing. I don't think it's going to be Biden. Well, who's going to be Gavin Newsom? The only fear is, of course, that if Michelle Obama jumps in because most people I talk to, even staunch Republicans, think Michelle will beat him tomorrow, but we don't think she's going to do it. So if it's not Michelle Obama, it doesn't matter. There's no Democrat outside of Biden that can beat Trump. Is that, can Gavin Newsom beat Trump? No. Again, I, it, politics is, I have, I've been in the business over 30 years, and, 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 and a, a week is, is a lifetime, a month is two lifetimes, and November 24 is, 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 is a century away. Uh, I don't know. You know but it's, I, I, I can't argue with anything you just said. Uh, he is he's dominating within the party. Uh, on the other hand, uh, in terms of, of whether he can win in 2020, I think that's still a question that Fair. You know, a lot of people Fair. have been asking. Well, Youngkin, you know, what's he going to be doing? Many is lip twix, cup and lip in politics, yeah. Yeah. Before, you know, from now until November 2024. Long uh, time away. Mooch just brought him up, too. Young guy, Ohio. But, I mean, no one knew who Glenn Youngkin was a year and a half. And I know Obama also no one knew who he was, and he came back and won. But he was an African-American guy. There was a lot of... Side stories. Nobody, 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 nobody knew Bill Clinton when he won. That's I mean, true. You're right. Yeah, You're right. you know, I mean, yeah. go back and yeah. go back in history, and, and you know, folks that were dominating, you know, at true. this time, dominating at this time, right, right, uh, including Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. In, in, yeah. In, right at one point in time, uh, and, and and Scott Walker, yeah, and and Jeb Bush. Yeah. <laughs> even so, even Ben Carson. Right. Ben Carson was uh, killing it early on. Yeah. But you know, yeah. it's funny. You talk yeah. about history, and I want to. And this is part of the reason why I brought you on today was. I watched this uh, thing on Netflix. Have you seen Trump and American Dream? No. no. Right. Now, it's six years old, Norm. It was done in 2017. But believe it or not, you're in it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they actually showed live debate footage of you oh, against yeah, yeah. Jesse. Now, and I didn't know this. You know, Trump, of course, has flirted with the presidency for 30 years, dating all the way back to 1988. But he became uh, that Reform Party candidate in 2000. Well, he, he was one, and Pat Buchanan actually went on to get that role. But he was uh, very seriously considering running in 2000. And, uh, you know, he, he buddied up to your guy Ventura because he was amazed that a wrestler, to your point, who was getting like 7% of the polling, found a way to win. And he didn't care about policy. He just wanted to get to know Ventura's strategies on how he beat impressive people like you to get that job. So Trump was butting up to Jesse Ventura during that whole period when he thought about running in 2000. But let me tell you, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, things happen that they kind of line up all the the right way and boom, including, by the way, me getting elected to the U.S. Senate, beating Walter Mondale. Okay, if if the funeral service for, for Paul Wellstone didn't turn into a political rally, 
I would have lost to, to Walter Mondale, who was carrying the mantle of Paul Wellstone. There would have been no, we would not have a debate. He would have walked into the, in, into the Senate. And yet a, political, a, a funeral service turned into a political rally that ignited a, a, a fire across, not by the way, just in Minnesota, across the nation. Okay? Uh, and I ended up beating Mondale by, by 50,000 votes. Uh, in, in, in 1998, the Republicans were uh, the Democrats. Republicans were impeaching Clinton. Democrats were defending them. It was a 70-something degree day, or six in, in Minnesota in November, and it was like, okay, we're going to go out and, and and you know, we're just we're a pox on both your houses. And all of a sudden, I, my pollster the night before said, said that uh, you're going to beat the attorney general tomorrow by by, by three to five points. I beat my, I beat Hubert Humphrey by seven points, but then Ventura was ahead of me. Uh, and so things happen. That's my point about, you know, November 24 being so far away. So sometimes things happen, Sid, that you can't explain. I can't explain my victory against Walter Mondale. I, I can't explain it. A funeral service turned into a rally that transformed the race literally in a moment. Uh, and, and, and Jesse Ventura, if the election were a day before or a day after, Sid, he wouldn't have won. I agree. Okay, no, I agree. Day, at that time. And so, yeah. and so things happen. And Donald Trump gets elected when we all – we thought, no way. I, I told I, I told everyone there's this no way that 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 he can win no no way that, that he can win I agree and yet he did right in the New York Times he was 97 percent chance 97 percent chance Hillary Clinton's going to be the president okay so so we're but let's today as we look at it right now there's no question okay he's dominating our party uh, and people are rallying as they should he's he's being crucified in a way that is tearing this country apart. That, that simply is, is, is and I mean, it, it, there's just no, no comprehending kind of what this Georgia prosecutor is doing. And by the way, if she's going to do it, maybe six other, you know, local county prosecutors and X number of other states can do the same thing. And you don't think that this country is, is getting torn apart by people? Oh, it that. is. No, I mean, we have, we have, we have listen, a banana republic now. Right. They've actually uh, indicted Trump going back to January 6th because they thought democracy was in trouble. And they're right. But it's this. This is what's putting democracy in trouble, not a bunch of psychos in front of the Capitol. Uh, so let me ask you, the, 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 these indictments, uh, again, very anecdotal, Norman, very anecdotal. But I speak to people on both sides, and they are agreeing, even Democrats, that what's going on with Trump is ridiculous. Not not the progressives, not the – they love it. They, they celebrate this is the greatest thing ever. So do you think that maybe this type of treatment – can turn around some of those suburban housewives who are not stupid, and they go, well, hold on a second. Somebody's really afraid this guy is going to win. Could that happen? By the way, this this, this indictment, this indictment that, that, that was uh, publicized before the grand jury voted, so, so they, they, right. <laughs> right, yeah, this prosecutor is prescient. Right? Of course she knows it because the grand jury, is it, it's a sham. Uh, it was a sham. It is a sham. You know, they said, I don't know. You, 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 you raise a, at a certain point in time, the average American's got to look at this and saying, what the heck? Is, is this who we are? That, that we that we, we we kind of hunt down our, our political opponents and, and, and knock them out of the race. They, they, again, they, they do that in third world countries. They do that. And I mean, this is this is not America. And this is not, the you know, what, what my dad you know, fought for you know on the on the, on the beaches of Normandy, and uh, and 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 the, the Battle of the Bulge. This, this is not the country that, that uh, uh, liberty and freedom, the shining city on the hill that Ronald Reagan spoke about. And, and so, how it all plays out, I, I think we're in the middle of a drama. We're we're, we're kind of in, in the early stages of a drama that's yet to be played out. 
but it's pretty ugly right now. And, and right, the threat to democracy is not what happened on January 6th. The threat to democracy is what's happening right now, right now, with, 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 with uh, uh, a, a, the leading candidate of the opposition party uh, that being trying to be taken out using the criminal justice system to do that. It's absolutely outrageous. It's a shame, and it, it breaks my heart because I love this country. You do, and uh, you mentioned your father, uh, Norman Coleman, who I miss uh, desperately, yeah. your father and my father, the two real paternal figures in our family's history, the two of them. And he did fought uh, valiantly, your father, and very decorated serviceman. And, and I think about him all the time, and I think about you, and I hope you're enjoying your summer on the lake there in Minnesota, which is a crazy place. I, I mean, I, it's... Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Norm, I love you, and I know it's beautiful, and the winters are pretty, but my God, uh, you guys are almost as bad as New York and L.A. You're crazy there, crazy people. Well, it's, uh, it, it's interesting politics up here, but i got to <laughs> tell you, Sid, while I, no, no better eating than, uh, you know, you pick a while, get a walleye out of the lake, okay, you fillet it, you put it on the grill, nothing better than that, okay? Yeah, so that yeah. takes care of, and, and, and by the way, uh, you know, my mom didn't raise dumb kids. I, I must confess, from, from from January to June, I'm in Naples, Florida. Yes, you are. Okay? Yeah. My, my mom didn't raise dumb <laughs> yeah. kids. <okay>? <laughs> you are yeah. no dummy. Quickly, last 30 <laughs> seconds. Do you want to see the Vikings give Kirk Cousins a lot of money? You know, I, I uh, this is going to be our year. This guy, we got the best receiver, wide receiver, oh receiver in, in, in football. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got a quarterback. This is going to be his moment. Sid. He, he's going to really show what he's got. Uh, this moment, okay? Uh, you've been telling me that I'm for 30 years, Norm. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm an optimist, okay? I'm an optimist, okay? I'm a Jewish guy. believe in Santa Claus. What the heck? <laughs> me too. I'm that same guy. Okay. I love you. This was great. Great conversation. Give my best to the family. Let's do it again very, very soon, Norman. I love you. Thank you so much. All my love. Thanks, guys. Bye. That's the great Norman Coleman right there in the state of Minnesota. Senator Norm Coleman.